Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Two Brothers channel. I'm one brother. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and I'm the second brother. Welcome to another exciting episode. This is going to be a magnificent one, and I'm looking forward to it. Back to you, Mr. Phil. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, look, this one is a very important topic. And we're going to title this one, Don't Wish Things Were Easier. Hmm. Wish You Were Better. Ooh, powerful. Powerful. Say that again, sir. Say that again, sir. I, don't, I think they missed it. <laughs> don't wish things were easier. Wish you were better. Hmm. The first time I heard that was through my remote mentor, Jim Ron. And he was teaching. And, you know, I was totally in that space. Well, I'm like, why is everything so difficult? <laughs> I look here at difficulty. I look there, difficulty. Everything is just difficult. Is there anything easy? And then he said, don't wish things were easier. Wish you were better. I was like, oh my. The thing hit me, honestly. The thing hit me that, oh, it's me that needs to get better. It's me that needs to get better. And when I get better, then things will seem easier. It's not that they're easier. It is that they will seem easier because I am better. I'm like, whoa, I've been focusing on the wrong things. I've been blaming everything else. I've been saying things are too difficult. I've been saying things. Ah, that's another one. <laughs> that's another one that he said. He said, I've been saying things were too expensive. Mm. Oh, everything is too expensive. And then he said, don't say things are too expensive. Say you can't afford it. <laughs> Mr. Clay. Wow. You know, uh, I remember the first time I heard, don't wish things were easier. Wish you were better. Hmm. I, it sent shivers down my spine. Hmm. Hmm. It got me scared, actually. <laughs> you know, that God damn, here we go again. <laughs> The buck stops here, you know. This is this year. I'm thinking, you know, I wish I was born rich. I wish I had rich parents, a rich uncle somewhere. I wish I win the lottery. You know, I wish you know money was no. I was born into the royal family, you know. And all these wishes, as time went on, I kept thanking God that I, I wasn't born into that. I wasn't born into this, you know. I wasn't. I wasn't born rich. I could, I could create my own wealth. But yeah, don't wish for things to be easier. Because you think, you know, things, like, like it says, I, I just put it, Mr. Phil, you're going to have to help me with this. Yeah, go on. Calamity is not reserved for, for the poor. Mm, that's it. That's it right there. Calamity <laughs> is not reserved for the poor. Everyone goes through it. You think like, oh, it's all happening to me. Whoa, it's my life. It's because, is it because I'm poor? <laughs> you know, God doesn't like me. You know, I need to go to church more. I need to pray more. But the bottom line is, don't wish for things to be easier. That's the wrong focus. 
that is the wrong focus because you can't change things out there. You can't battle things out there unless you battle things in here, in you. So wish you were better. Now, what did that mean? What did that mean for me? At that time, when I first heard that, I was like, wow, okay. That means I need to focus on developing myself. I need to get some skills. I need to be actively engaged in personal development. My focus is not to change people out there. My focus is not to change circumstances. My focus is to change the person I am. And I need to become I need to become a better me, mm. you know, and that that was the that was a life changing thing. What happened there? What happened there? Your, your audio, your, your audio changed. What happened? Your your audio kind of like went funny. This is life, folks. This is life, you know. We're, we're we're building it as we're flying. <laughs> like like <laughs> says like say something. Let me hear you. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, that's better. That's much better. That's much better. Yeah, okay. it just it just you know you know when you're when you're in the flow of things, that's when somebody has to call you, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling that that's what happened. Actually, I had a feeling that's what happened. I put my I put my all my stuff on do not disturb now. You know I've learned how to do that now. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> so the most important thing that you said there, Mister Clay, is that you realized that you cannot or you shouldn't focus on the wrong things, and that means you shouldn't focus on everything out there that have that you have no control over. Calamities are calamities. Calamities happen unto the rich, the poor, the good, the so-called bad, and the so-called ugly. Calamity happens to all of us. How do you deal with it is totally dependent on how you've developed yourself. And I know we keep saying this, you know. Look, I've had situations where in the past things will happen and I will be down. I'll be vexed, I'll be perplexed, I'll be disturbed, I will be, honestly. And Mr. Kinley, I got to a point where when those things happen now, I just think, okay, solve it. I don't care how much it costs. I don't care, you know. Like one time, um, okay, this one is a good one. Someone took my mobile phone and I suspected that person. It's not that they stole it. It's like they did it out of spite. <laughs> they did it out of spite. I'll tell Mr. Claire who the person is, you know. And the person basically just said, nope, I'm not, I didn't take it. And there's nothing you can do. And I'm like, look, last time I saw it was here. And the person just said, nope. Okay. That person took that mobile phone because they want they knew what they wanted to do with it. It was not that they needed it for the money. They didn't need it for the money. They didn't need it for anything. They just need. They just wanted that because they wanted to. Well, let me just say they wanted to go through it. Mister mm. Claire, this person wasn't gonna give me back my mobile phone. 
Next day, I got another mobile phone, got another line, got another everything, restored everything. Carried on with my life. Carried on with my life in less than 24 hours. Brand new phone, brand new everything. You understand what I'm saying? Just went on. Now, the me before, that would have effed me up. That would have, you know, but the me now is like, look, it's happened. The earliest you can get yourself back on track, I don't care how much it costs. I don't care what the stress is. I don't care the better. Just do it. And that's me, you yeah. know? So I, that that was kind of like a little big one. But there are other crises like that that happens that you just think, you know, Oh yeah, another one that, that happened. With my remember my toothache one, Mr. Glare. Oh yeah, my toothache one. You know, that thing cost me from that morning. That morning, everything was hunky dory. By midday, I was nearly dead, out of pain. By the evening, I sex. I spent six hundred pounds that I didn't have like that. <laughs> <laughs> I could have moaned about it. I could have wished it didn't happen, but guess what? I've made that six hundred pound back. Life goes on. That's it. Go back to you, Mister Kenley. What are your thoughts? No, it's, it's not. It's not what happens to you. Mm. It's how you react to it. Mm. And that's the real test of your growth. Mm. Because the old you, you knew the old you would have reacted differently to the new you. And. As you continue to grow, you find out that your your reactions are moving you forward, not backwards. Yeah, yeah, always, yeah. You know, because most times we we these things are not our enemies. Calamities are not your enemies. Life is not your enemy. We might think life is our enemy. We might think circumstances are our enemy. We might think you know we have a list of what we think is our enemies. They're not your enemy. They, they, they will be there when, when you are long gone. You know, because that's one thing that I've been seeing lately, that even if I'm not around, are you telling me these people will not eat? <laughs> if I'm not around, are you telling me these people will not survive? So I'm now playing God. I am now in the position of God. No, 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 no. Life, these guys would, they would not even just survive, they would survive very well. Mm-hmm. Because them relying on you right now might actually be making, not my, it's actually making them weaker. Exactly. They may exactly. rely on you. And unfortunately, it's making you stronger at their expense. So, again, this brings us back to when we say that we don't want to be dashing people money. Don't you realize that when we dash people money, we're making those people weaker and making ourselves stronger at those people's expense. Mm, and they don't mind that. <laughs> we know that's wrong. They don't mind that only because they don't really understand that. They don't really but, understand it. But we know something is not right. Something is not right there. Well, let's put it, let's 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 bring it between me and you now. If I'm doing something that is making you weaker and making me better, 
then what I'm basically doing, and, and if you don't understand it or you don't mind it, yeah, that's the word, you don't mind it, then what it is is that you don't mind me to keep robbing you. You don't mind me depriving you so that you, so, 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 so that you can't develop or you can improve and you can get better. So you're going to always going to be getting less and less and less and I'm going to be getting more and more and more. Oh, but you don't mind though. You don't mind though, but I'm, you're going to be getting less and less. Now, is that really a good model versus me saying no? I'm not going to deprive you. You develop so that I did and I develop and deprive neither of each other so that we can run together, which is the better model? The second model, clearly. Okay. Of us running together. And one thing, one thing that I've realized about the way this universe is created, you know, the, the, the experience we're all having, is that the underdog, the people that, you know, you don't expect to make it, the people that you've written off, this universe gives them the opportunity to come and surpass you mm. that's so called leading so there's there's that room for your growth to say you know if you're the one in the family that nobody looks up nobody talks about nobody even um as sees a bright future for you know they send everybody to school but not you they did this but that one but not you this, you know everybody's you know they see that one as a golden child but not you you find out that, that, you know, when you look, when it's all said and done, and you all look back, the person that they've been, you know, pampering up and, put, you know, putting into the limelight, don't end up in the limelight in the long run. That person will be relying on you that nobody looked at for their survival. So... And because of circumstances, it's forced you to grow. It's forced that's, you to develop. That's the thing. It's forced you that you knew that you know, it's either going to be me. If it's going to be me, if it's going to be, it's going to be me. If it's going to be, it's going to be up to me. And if it's yeah. not going to be up to me, it's going to be. Yeah. You know? So these things is actually a blessing. Thank God that you're in a country that is all messed up. Thank God that you, you, you're, you're totally broke and no prospect. Get excited. Get excited. This is it. You're there. You're going to make it. <laughs> Mr. Glenn, we sound like he's lost it saying that, you know. However, you see, it is called success for a reason. If there was no, if there was nothing to overcome, then if it's achieved, it will not be called success. It will be called normal. It will be called average. It will become, it will be called the way things are. Mm. But it's only called success or successful when something has been overcome, when there's been an, a difficulty that is worthy of note. So when Mr. Kuna says that you've been in Nigeria is an opportunity is it difficult of course it's difficult is it is is, is 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 it debilitating hard of course it's debilitating hard 
Remember, we said we're focusing on Nigeria, focusing on Africa right now. We know the situation is the same all over Africa right now. Okay. We're gonna, like I said, we're gonna we're gonna do a hundred videos on that. Then we're gonna move away from Africa and Nigeria to the diaspora, you know. So it's not like, oh, they're only only talking about us. <laughs> no, there's there's a method to this madness, you know. <laughs> and the thing though is that you know, when he's saying get excited, look, even cleaning up your compound in Nigeria, just your own compound, forget even compound, just your own bedroom, just cleaning up your own bedroom, just designing it better will reflect success. In contrast to the surrounding. You see, when you come to the UK, and we're going to break this down in another video, but you know, I want to touch a bit on this at the, at the moment. When you come to the UK, or Switzerland, or you go to Denmark, or you go to those places, their streets are very clean, spotless, nothing on the floor. London, generally okay. It's not the best. London is way cleaner than Nigeria, but it's not, it's not, it's, it's not the best. Do we think that's where they started? Mm. In Nigeria right now, go along the street, you will see people, they will eat something and just throw it on the floor. In London, which is, which is, which is, you know, yeah, you eat something, you throw it on the floor, I bet you there'll be five people that will look at you like, what's wrong? What are you doing? Why do you do that? So, is, does it make... So, how are we so surprised that Nigeria is far more dirty? When people have a culture, they don't even think about it. They just throw litter. It's like our culture here, we just throw litter here. To the point that when I come to Nigeria... I'm so used to not throwing litter on the floor that I look like I'm the madman holding on to the litter until I get home. Mm. Mr. Clare, has that happened to you before? Oh, yeah, many times. I, I uh, you know, when, when we go out, you know, you sometimes you're stuck in traffic, you're there out there all day, and you have a bin in the car where everybody puts their rubbish so that when you get home, you throw it in the bin. Okay. So it's, you know, instead of just throwing things out of the car. Thank you. Thank you. Because you see, everything affects everything else. That litter that you throw, you don't know that it lands somewhere. Number one, no one someone has to pick it up. So basically, you've created work where there should be no work. Okay? Then, when they have to clean it, that is distracting them from doing other productive things. Then, the psychological thing of saying, oh, everywhere is just dirty. Why is all this place that you all are feeling now? That is where it all came from. So, and, and, and the, not to talk about the energy that it saps. Oh, that's what I'm saying. When, when, you, when you live in a, in, a, in a clean environment, your mind is clear. You feel better. You know, there's, there's this feeling that you just feel, you just value yourself like, okay, um, um, I'm, a, I'm a alive, I'm a human being. 
not like living like an animal and you think that that's normal it's not normal it's not normal to be to be um you know some of the things that i see in nigeria it just amazes me you know it's not normal to be for the gutter to be your toilet you know it's not normal for but you, and then you eat on top of it as well and it's just it's not normal it's not normal <laughs> And we're not trying to and, say and, that. And it, it doesn't cost you money to be clean. Okay. Now, very quickly, let's let's look at let, let's interject this. That thing that we've just said now is a problem. Okay. Now, however, where is the opportunity? Remember, that's where we started from. Where is the opportunity? Okay. The opportunity is simply again find the need, fill the need. Find the need, fill the need. So that means that the opportunity simply is this. Anyone hearing us right now that goes around in Nigeria and decides that, you know what, I'm going to properly set up a company that will go to estates and will beautify it, clean, put plant flowers and maintain, even if it's one street you start with. Someone else will ask you for your card and say, ah, who did this street? Now, you go to Switzerland. That opportunity is not there. Because all the streets are spotless. So when Mr. Clare says that you should be excited, he's saying that because there are so much, there, there are so many things that need to be fixed, you are in the amazing position of opportunity. Like I told you, you can start a business in Nigeria right now, beautifying streets. If the common streets won't pay you, you can start a company in Nigeria right now, going to UIVI and all those places and basically just, even if it's one street you start, honestly, other streets will ask for it and they have the money to pay for it, for your service, okay? Like Mr. Claire said about the, the gutters, even if you're not the one that is going to be shoveling the gutter yourself, you can employ guys that will come with you as a crew to do the work. Yeah. Even if you have to do the work as just a sample, and people will ask them and say, ah, so how much are your services? That is how it's done. But like I told you, you can't go to Switzerland and offer that same service. Everybody will be like, everywhere's already beautiful. What are you talking about? We don't need you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the opportunity is right there. The opportunity is right there for you to take advantage of, you know, because you cannot be at home thinking, oh, there's no job, there's nothing to do, this country is messed up. Oh, I'm just gonna, uh, why, why was not, why was not born in America? Why was not born in Dubai? If you just take a war against, we're talking about, we're talking about rubbish on the road, just that's because that's what we just stepped into. Maybe take a war against that. And you're just cleaning street by street and street and street, you know. Even if it's one hour a day, you dedicate to it. Somebody's gonna ask you, like, why are you doing this? Thank you. And you say, Well, I'm doing it because the place is dirty and I can't stand it anymore. And even if all you do, if all you do is start a YouTube channel of you doing it and you recording yourself doing it. 
Do you know that it, that could be a phenomenon that can go all over the world? You know, that is why sometimes I, I don't like giving ideas like that because I don't want to rob you of... You see that idea Mr. Claire just gave there? Do you see that idea? Even what came, while he was talking, what came to my mind was that even if you go around and you're cleaning, maybe from Oyibo to, to uh, or you go to VI or whatever, and you're cleaning and people and you put a sign up saying, I, I, I am proud of Nigeria, my country, and I, will, I am keeping it clean. Honestly, people will come and they will say, look, and you say, just donate. Some people will donate <laughs> because be you're shocked. not the only one that doesn't like it. Yeah, you'll be shocked. Even and if it's just Mr. Clay said, look, Mr. Clay said, start a YouTube channel. You with that YouTube channel, donations will start flooding in. I, I didn't even think about the YouTube angle. Mr. Clay, sorry, carry on, please. Even if you go to places where you know it's always dirty, like walk paths or bridges or people where people avoid, and you just go there, you're cleaning it, you're recording it, you're posting it, you're saying this is it today. You go back next week, look, this, you come back again and say, we come back again Monday morning, look at it, it's all a mess again. But my team and I, we're going to clean it. In a couple of hours, it's all clean again. You record it, you go back again, it's all a mess again. Trust me, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling Your you. Your life will not be the same. Sorry, Mr. Gray, I couldn't help myself. Carry on, please, carry on. No, that's it. That's it. That's it. Don't, don't let me stop you, Mr. Phil. You've just, you just transformed your life. <laughs> and nobody will ever accuse you of not doing being it. That's why I said the opportunity is right. Be excited. Be, be fired up. <sighs> Mr. Phil, I remember when I didn't have a job. And, you, you know, I remember the, the, the saying that well, at that time was, okay, your job is getting a job. So that means every morning you wake up as if you're going to work, but your job is getting a job till you get a job. And then another step is actually, I'm going to be working for free. So in a field that you want to you go in there, you knock on the door, you say, hello, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just giving you all this because the opportunity is right there. You go, hello, do you have any vacancies? We don't have any vacancies. Okay, no problem. I'm going to be coming here and working for you. <laughs> they can't, they won't say no. Because if you, if you, if, even if it's a chemist you go to and you say, can I help you? I'm looking for a job, but there's no vacancies. Okay. But then you turn up the day, they say, okay, I'm going to volunteer you my day. So just to show you what I can do. And you start working and you say, by the time you do that for a month, they're going to say, you know what? We like you. Now, the thing you have to understand again is this. Obviously, you don't go there and go and steal. <laughs> you don't go there and not show that you're useful. You don't go there and not show that you're, you're keen. You don't go there, yeah? And you can tell them. You can tell them, I'm going to be here for four hours, six hours, whatever hours. And guess what? You don't have to do it with just one place. You can say, oh, I'm going to volunteer my, 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 my time for you on Monday here. Maybe this, this place is a chemist. 
The next one is a restaurant. I'm going to volunteer my time for you here on Tuesday. The next one is a construction site. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm going to volunteer my time on Wednesday. I'm telling you, look, we're, think, we're sharing these things with you because, again, like I said, the opportunity is where there's so much need. There's so many things to fix in Nigeria. And you see, one thing about Nigeria is this. Look, and this will sound really, really... This might be a wake-up call or it might be painful. Nigeria is not the way it is because of the Nigerian government. <gasps> Mr. Phil, what are you saying? Nigeria is not the way it is because of the institutions and the... And the um, uh, organizations they're not the ones that have fixed Nigeria Nigeria is actually you what you mean Nigeria is actually you, your friends your family you will see that the same culture that is the that is happening, the same attitudes, the same um, issues that are in the household in Nigeria are what is are in the government. It's no Hello. different because the Hello. same people that are in that household are what will go and report in the government. But the, 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 I heard somebody, Mr. Phil, sorry. I heard somebody, let me just deject this. I heard somebody say that um, the Nigerian government is made up of who? People from Togo. <laughs> are we borrowing them from Wabi Coast? <laughs> Where are they from, these people? <laughs> Where are you putting that way? It's true. Are we importing them to the Nigerian government? <laughs> we will import them straight into the government. As it's from <laughs> Bypass by pass the people, spread it to our place. They're the expression, the government are the expression of you. <gasps> Mr. Phil, but they're not us. No, they're you. Double barrel. Fix mm -hmm. you. Forget about them. Fix the country, Fix forget you. about them. Because you can't, you can't control them anyway. Fix you. Fix what's disturbing your life. Fix what's then, disturbing your life. Fix what's disturbing. Don't wait for them. Fix what's disturbing your life. You can do it. Get better. Find out what needs to be fixed. Fix it. And this, like, like somebody said a lot of time that this is the, this is you don't we don't really have any excuse anymore. Because all in the part of our arms we have a smartphone that has more information than any library right here. So what is your excuse? Hmm? And myself and Mr. Claire, we've been saying to people, and we've been even interacting with people that right now it's a global market. What does that mean? That means that your bank accounts in Nigeria is connected globally. That means that if you provide value you don't have to wait for the Nigerian economy. The Nigerian economy should, does not even need to affect you in Nigeria right now. Regardless of how Nigerian economy is doing right now, you don't have to participate. 
if they're going through depression, if they're going through inflation, you don't have to participate in the Nigerian economy right now. Yeah. What yeah. do you mean, Mr. Phil? What do you mean about I'm in Nigeria? Well, take your eye off, sort yourself out, take your eye off Nigeria and start thinking of how you're going to provide value for the rest of the world. That's it. There's so many people in Nigeria right now through YouTube that are earning dollars. So many people in Ghana earning dollars through YouTube. Yes, we know that that is entertainment. But like Mr. Clay just gave an example there. Filming yourself, cleaning something. There will be people, look, you'll be surprised there will be people around the world sending you cash apps, sending you super chats, saying thank you. We are not in Nigeria, but our hearts we love Nigeria and we love what you're doing. Exactly. And that's already happening. That's already happening to so many people. People just start a YouTube channel and all they do is complain about what's going on in Nigeria. They just complain in the YouTube channel. And people are already donating to them because these people are voicing what people are scared to voice in Nigeria. So not talk about somebody that's just cleaning the road to say, okay, this road before... We're going to all get in there now, me and my team, we clean it, blah, 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 blah. And this is not even you developing any skills. I mean, cleaning, like Mr. Phil said, cleaning is like bread and butter in any, any, any country. You know, people who leave Nigeria come to this country in the UK and start cleaning the road. You know? And they will not even bite an eyelid. They will not feel like, oh, uh, I'm better than that now. You know? My family is, I did not come here to clean roads. No, they will happily sweep the road of London. But we'll never be caught there sweeping the road of Lagos. <laughs> Yesterday, someone called me and they sent a voice note actually. And they were telling me the issues that they were having. Oh, we don't have light. Oh, we don't have this. Oh, we don't have that. And I said, you know what? Don't tell me what your issues are. Tell me what the solutions are. Hmm. Because you can tell me your, all your issues to your blue in the face. But you don't, people think, oh, because we have lights in the UK, we, have, we don't have issues. Mr. Clay, we don't have issues in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> we got bigger issues. Honestly, you don't even know. I keep telling people, look, what will make a white man climb 50 stories? and jump off the building. What kind of business? You're still, no matter how bad it is for you in Nigeria, you're still not going to Nigel and jumping off. Abiel. White men are jumping off. So imagine the kind of despair they have to be and they will jump off and die. Boom. We saw the video of a woman jumping in front of a train. She didn't do a good job, but she did. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, she didn't do a, thankfully, she didn't do a good job. But she jumped in front of the train. <laughs> so, what I'm trying to say is this. Know that even though it looks really bad, that is where the opportunity lies. They say that the same word for chaos in Chinese is the same word for opportunity. It's never, it's, it's never different. 
So realize that all these things, the issues, the things that are not going wrong, the, the, the things that are not going right, those are the raw materials for your greatness. <gasps> Mr. Phil, what do you mean by greatness? Yes. Your greatness, that is where the raw materials is. You know what I'm saying? Because when you now tell the story, what people want to hear is what you've overcome. That is your story. That is what sells books. That's what sells movies. That's what movies are made of. <laughs> what you've overcome. If you've, not, if you've not overcome anything, there's nothing to tell. There's nothing to tell. There's nothing to sell. There's nothing to, 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 to be congratulated over. But if you come and say, look, if you see how Nigeria was, if you see what we went through, if you see what, how we had to solve it, what we have to solve it. And another thing is this. Check, look for this book. I think it's Singapore, um, 25 years or something. There's a, there's a book, I've forgotten the title, but Singapore, 25 years from third world to, to first world. Yeah. And they changed in 25 years, they took Singapore from third world right under Nigeria's nose. Singapore was worse than Nigeria mm. and it took it to become first world. Yeah? And the reason why that story was, they even wrote a book about it, was because exactly of what we're saying here. There was, the story was about how we can, did you take that terrible country, that terrible country that nobody wanted to have anything to do to become tourist spot, to become technology spot, to become development spot, to become, and even another close uh, story was Dubai. Dubai was just a desert. Yeah, it's still a desert. I said it was. <laughs> Thank you for correcting me, Mr. Clare. It's still a desert. And what did they do? They transformed that desert. It was not because it was easy. The reason why people fly there now is completely, totally a testimony of what they overcame and still overcoming because it's still a desert. It's still a desert. Still a desert. Nature is still fighting them and they have to push nature back. Which is something that you don't really appreciate. Us in Africa, we don't truly mm. appreciate where God has placed us. That's why we're complac complacent. You know, because we don't have any real natural in the in 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 Dubai, right? In Dubai, if you don't have air condition, you would die. Yeah, that's how how hot it is. People mm -hmm. are dying in their houses, dying. They're not going out in the sun because it's too hot. They're going in the house, but they're dying inside the house. In in England, no. People are dying from cold. Some people are dying yeah. from hot. Some people are dying from cold. From cold. And you, you're just lying there, saying you're suffering in the sun. <laughs> and what we're trying to highlight here is that Nigeria and Africa will be so blessed. We'll be so blessed that we don't have any natural thing, any natural phenomenon that we're having to fight. Look, in Japan, they will build sky rises and then 
earthquake will break it again. That they will build it again. And they will break it again. They will break. We've never had a... I'm sorry. We've never had an earthquake in Nigeria. Never. Never. We're not talking about tremors, though. We're yeah. Quick. Even well, America, we even had tremors in Nigeria. I can't remember. Look, I can't remember ever a tremor in Nigeria. <laughs> I, can't, I can't. I can't. If I'm honest. So the long and short of it is that, because, like Mr. Kinder said, could it be? Could it be because we have none of these natural disasters? It made us weak. Remember what we were saying at the beginning that when we dash people money, we it makes it makes them weak, at, and it makes us strong at their expense. Could it be that force is now in the cosmic natural thing that now because Nigeria has been dashed, mm. good land dashed, good 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 weather dashed. Good everything, dashed, minerals, dashed. We have now been so weak that we are now like, so we don't, it has not forged us to be resourceful. Hmm. Well, the Chinese are coming. Chinese are coming. Sometimes I, that's scary, that is scary. You know why? Because one of the things, and this is, a, and it's not, we're, not, we're not bashing just Nigerians. We find out that this is human nature. Let me tell you something. Do you know the people that are succeeding most in the US, in the UK, in Germany, they get there and they don't waste time. They get there and they start doing things more than the people that were there before them, more than the na that native English, Native Americans, Nigerians. Because when we come out of Nigeria, I would get here, I would like, ah, see me see trouble. Look at what these people have and they do not appreciate it. We get to work. We get to work in their systems. We get to work in their hospitals. We get to work in, 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 in every... In, 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 in their transport. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's not like we're just bashing you Nigerians. It's, it's human nature, but for all of you that are listening to us, start understanding the forces that you have to work with. Because it is very clear that when Nigerians come out of Nigeria, they do well. Exceptionally. Why? Because they've suffered and they remember the suffering. So now that now lights a fire under them. But what about you guys at home? You need to light your own fire in another way. Light your own fire through understanding. Light your own fire through development, personal development. Light your own fire. Because the Chinese are coming. Their fire is already lit. You know why? They're already overcrowded, over, um, overpopulated in China. They know, they know what it means so that, that you cannot move. You in Nigeria, you're just like this. Then they're like, whoa, look at land. See me, see trouble. Look at mineral resources that we're killing ourselves. 
So is there something about human beings that when we have when we lack somewhere, we then appreciate it somewhere else? And we when, when, when we, so again for you guys on the ground over there, maybe that's why we're doing these videos because we realize that look, because we've come out and we've had to forge, we've had to forge over here. We were telling you about our, 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 our mentor saying to us, don't wish things were easier, wish you were better. So we have to develop skills. We have to, we can't, we can't come to anybody with excuses. You have to continue building, okay? Same for you guys over there. So let our voice be the encouragement you need to realize that you are in the land of opportunity. Mr. Phil, are you calling Nigeria the land of opportunity? Yes. Right now, it is the land of opportunity. You may not see it, but the rest of the world see it. And the earlier you see it, the earlier you will realize that you're part of a global market, you don't even have to restrict yourself to Nigerian economy right now anymore. In the, in the 90s, you may have to. In the 80s, you may not have to. But in 2021, in the, in, in, in the time of YouTube, in the time of WhatsApp, in the time of Zoom, you don't have to restrict yourself to Nigeria. Let Nigerian government do whatever they want to do. You, the people on the ground, are truly the real government. Mr. Kennedy, let's round up. That's it, Mr. Phil. You know, I don't I think we can we can be on this subject for the whole day because <laughs> the room for improvement. Yeah. But like like I said, one thing I will add is I'm finish on is as you increase your ability, as you get better in yourself, as you develop your skills, as you do the right thing, things are out there. Let, let the ancestors, the, you know, God, Allah, whoever you worship, inspire you to do what you need to do. As you, you start raising your levels from the social, sociality, you know, in, in, in the social setting, where you are, where you were born, you might be in the bottom class, but as you keep developing your skills, asking yourself, going through different levels of society, where you get all the way to the top, and then it doesn't stop there. Space is waiting. So I bid you guys a wonderful evening and um, we'll catch up next time. Peace and love. Thank you, Mr. Kinley. Um, just just um, encourage everyone that is watching you. If you have questions, reach out to us. It's very easy. Leave a comment on this um, video. Okay, by the way, like, subscribe, do all that engage with us because you may have questions that need answers okay be encouraged you know um like we said don't wish things were easier wish you were better god bless god bless